Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. I'm your host, the phenomenal AJ Sherry, and joined this week by Dan freaking Sherry. Hey, alongside the CEO of the Movie Council, the A-lister himself, Tim Sherry. And tonight we're having a very special episode. It's just the Sherry boys tonight. Marky's off this week and we're talking wrestling movies. And we're talking wrestling performances by wrestlers who became movie stars, all that shit. But we're going to review the movie The Wrestler first. And then, you know, wherever it devolves from there, it devolves. Um, how's everyone doing? I'm, uh, <sighs> I'm excited. I fucking love talking wrestling. So, I, I mean, yes, I know we're talking wrestling movies. So yeah. like very loosely in quotes. But we're really... We're, I'm looking forward to this. So. Well, that's why I said devolve because you know yeah. this, this is going to start out talking about movies, but you know the three of us from you know way back, um, you know as our fans will soon find out we're 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 big wrestling fans, and Marky isn't. So we thought we'd you know <laughs> we thought we'd get a little um, spare him. <laughs> we'd spare him and have a special episode on the on the week he's off and and um, you know and, you know. Kind of, you know, I don't know, indulge in our guilty pleasure. Yes, so, sir. So let's have at it. <laughs> so, Tim, you into this or what? AJ, you ignorant slut. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I've been waiting all day to say that. I don't know why. Uh, I'm very into this. I, just much like not a lot of people uh, have heard or know that you worked at Blockbuster Video. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a, a well known secret uh, these days. <laughs> Um, I was a professional wrestler. I don't know. We've, yeah. we've talked about that uh, many moons ago. Granted, Kid Dynamite, forty-two years old now. I God, how old was I when I retired? 24, 25 So uh, forty-one. Yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Ram. It, it was a long fucking time ago, but uh, yeah, we, we'll get into you know how I felt. I mean, I've seen the wrestler obviously before, but I rewatch it again today. We'll get into that, and um, you know, if you guys have any questions about the biz. I was in it, so I can help you out with that. But just in general, yeah, I'm excited to do this. We DP and I talk wrestling all the time because he's been binging old episodes of Monday Night Raw and all the pay-per-views from the 90s, so which uh, which which I'm very well versed in. So uh, mm-hmm. uh well, I'm I get into it with you about the current stuff, so mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah, yeah. AEW, but, no. but the WWE stuff. Yeah, well, I don't blame me for that. But, no. uh, that I do that uh, horse shit. <laughs> I do want to say one thing uh, before we get into everything. Uh, uh, this has been a, a a trying week, I guess. I don't know, mm. sort of. It, it's been a weird week. Uh, uh, my wife, uh, Minaj, as she's now Nicole, mm. uh, she went, had hip replacement surgery the other day. So she has been a kind of... My wife. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> shocking up the fucking points 
in the greatest husband of all time uh, mm-hmm. tournament because I've just, you know, like I've had a weight on her hand and foot, like take her to the bathroom and fucking help her stand and help her walk. But uh, she's doing she's doing much better now. I gotta say for uh, for those of you out there that don't know what uh, hip replacement entails. I'll just give you kind of a quick overview of it. But what they do is, uh, so your femur bone, which is the largest bone in the human body, uh, runs from your from your knee and up into your hip. And the top part of the femur that goes into the hip, there's like kind of a like a big round end on that bone. And uh, Nicole's issue is all the soft tissue and cartilage that's supposed to surround that bone has just been worn away over the years. So it's just bone on bone in her hip, which is insanely painful. Fun. So, so what they did was they cut her open and they sawed off the top of her femur. Hey, and then they take a metal ball and screw it into the top of her femur. Mm. So now instead of a bone on bone, it's a metal ball mm. that is now in her hip socket. So needless to say, it is a fucking brutal procedure. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's super painful and it it's going to put her out of commission for a couple weeks at least. Um, but at the end of the day, a few weeks from now, she will finally not be in pain anymore. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, it, it's been it's been a tough week for my baby doll. She's mm. yeah, it, a lot of pain, like the the scar on her hip, like the the incision is like eight inches mm. fucking long. It's like a fucking Frankenstein scar up the side of her hip. So. But she's, uh, uh, you know, it's been it happened uh, four days ago was the operation. So, you know, she's 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 getting there, doing better. Uh, but it's it's been a, a tough week. So, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to kicking back and just talking about wrestling and talking about movies tonight. And you ignorant slut. <laughs> All right. I have a question. For, I have a question for you. Mm. All right. Shoot. This. Best husband tournament. Mm-hmm. What happens if you win? What do you do? What, uh, you, what then? Nothing. I just get to brag. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. They, they, they still treat you like shit one way or the other. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you're still a second change. class citizen, <laughs> but at least you got bragging rights. You know. <laughs> uh. Well, oh, I'm, I'm happy to hear Minaj, you know, because I've no, obviously known Minaj a long time. That, that hip has been a bitch for her for as, oh, long, yeah. as, I've, as long as I've known her. So, yeah, it's uh, good. Happy for her. Yeah. Well, happy for you. It's very good. <laughs> very proud of you. It's very nice. <laughs> I play right. golf on Sundays and I hate golf. Oh, you got what that movie. One. Oh, I said, <laughs> you, I, I said that last week, Dan. <laughs> Old school. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. So what, what else? We got, we, got, we got some other shit we got to talk about, right? Anything? I believe anything? so. Who's keeping or anything? Dan, where, where do people find us? Yeah. Um, Why don't you send us messages, you twats? Yeah, they find us annoying. Oh, oh, you mean oh, uh, no, where? Sorry. Where do they, they find, they find us? us? Not how uh, do they find us? Uh, on social media, they uh, 
we're we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We can be found at Movie Council Pod. Uh, you can send us an email. It is moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, wherever you listen, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or Amazon Podcasts, wherever it is, uh, make sure you're subscribed and then give us a rating and a review. It, it helps us out a ton. And like I said, anytime if we see a new review up, we will we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. So. Or if you have any questions or anything of that nature, mm-hmm. you can send it to you, you, you If you're going to send it to our Twitter, what you're going to do is you're going to put a hash brown on it and then send it to the internet. Okay, is that how it works? <laughs> send That's it to the, the internet. <laughs> and then um, Johnny Lawrence, my fucking hero. And then uh, Tim, you ignorant slut. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Talking wrestling tonight? You yeah. ready? All right. Hey-o. Yeah. I know Dan's ready. I just wanted to come full circle with the ignorant slut stuff. Yeah, everyone yeah. should be called that at least once in their life. We have three right. ignorant sluts ready to talk <laughs> movies and wrestling. Right. Wonderful. <laughs> just gonna throw any sort of wrestling catchphrases out yeah. there. I can't. It's, it's like an episode Matt of the Hardy. Real Housewives. Yeah. Three ignorant sluts. Hey <laughs> I've never seen the Real Housewives. I just yeah. assume fairly well, certain more than sluts. three. I'm well, the gold, sure it's well, like the, five or six. Yeah. Well, the Golden Girls. No. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you do not talk bad about Rue McClanahan. <laughs> All Which, right, guys. Way, actually, I've rewatched the Golden Girls recently. Dan, you ignorant slut. Fucking great show, by the way. I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> Hey, can I ask you all a question before we get rolling on this for a second? Absolutely. I'm sorry. Just one other thing, AJ, and then we'll get rolling. I'm going to actually, DP, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you've seen that movie that came out last year, that Godzilla versus Kong. I have, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I think I know why, because I watched it the other day on HBO Max, and mm-hmm. like you know like the bar at the bottom of like the movie when you're watching it? It was all the way to the end when I went to watch it, so that means it was either you or Michaela that watched it. Yeah, that was and funny. I was assuming it was you. <laughs> that movie's not fucking bad. No, what on not. earth? Yeah. What in the world? I what? I mean, you get Skarsgård in there, who's a stud, mm-hmm. and Rebecca Hall's a stud. But like, I thought that movie was gonna suck. Yeah, it's actually. There, I mean, look, there, it, there it, were some sucky parts, but in the end, it was, it it was cheesy. Ended up being great. Yeah. It was a popcorn movie, but it was yeah, actually it was like fun. Quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were people that were just. There were a few different characters that were just quite charming. I have to say, and uh, my only problem with a movie like that, though, is like I'm such like a realist is that mm-hmm. like every time Godzilla steps on a building, I'm like, "Ooh, that's going to be expensive to put." You know, it's like, and what about the people that all lost their fucking jobs? This building's gone. I keep thinking right. about this. And it's CGI, and it's great CGI, but yeah, I mean, like. Yeah. King Kong, quite charming, right? You right? fucking really rooted for that motherfucker, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? He's just killing motherfuckers left and right. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this dude's all right. All right, get it. Thought I'd throw that up. Sorry, AJ. We're talking about wrestling movies tonight. Mm-hmm. Just, there was some. There was some wrestling going on. Yeah, King movie. Kong wrestled the shit out of Godzilla. Oh yeah, Mecha Godzilla. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the slew of others. Yeah, spoiler alert. Mecha Godzilla was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, AJ. All right. Sorry. Do your thing. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Take, so take it away, host. <laughs> I will if you shut up. He's I will if you shut up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where do you guys want to start? You want to start by talking about uh, the 2008 uh, film, The Wrestler? Yeah. I think we should do that now because the more drunk I get, the more emotional I'm going to get about this movie. So I think yeah, we should yeah. probably try to get through it now before I start breaking up a little bit. So sure. So 2008 uh, yeah. Academy Award nominee for Best Actor and I think Best Screenplay, mm-hmm. but no Best Director, no Oscar, Best Supporting like Actress, yeah, Marissa Tomei, yeah. So maybe it was those two. By the way, third nomination for Marissa Tomei, yeah. Like I knew she had my cousin Vinny, but I forgot she was nominated for In the Bedroom as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this was her third fucking nomination. She's a great actress and God, I really, really well cast in this role. I, I think the, uh, you know, whether you really, whether you, before we get into the movie, whether you like Darren Aronofsky or you don't, um, he takes big swings with his movies. He want, you know, he's, you know, he's got something to say, and uh, then nothing. None of his movies are ever kind of the same thing. He's 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 kind of stretching the boundaries with his themes and uh, his stories. So well, this, this is one, one of the only this is one of the only normal movies he does, right? You know, mm. um, so it, it's you know it's obviously a, a fictional story about a aging wrestler played by Mickey Rourke, uh, Randy the Ram Robinson, who's you know well known in like the indie circuits uh, I'll TW I'll let you talk more about like the actual ins and outs of this but um he's the sort of guy that's like he's done it his whole life he was always in the headlines when he was coming up and main eventing all these shows mm-hmm. and he's still doing it and everybody still knows him and um but you know he's he's older and he's breaking down and he's he has this like hardcore match one night and in the locker room after the match he has a heart attack and it gets him sort of thinking of his own mortality he has this daughter estranged daughter who he Evan Rachel Wood plays her that he hasn't seen in a long time and he's always disappointed her and uh, he starts to think about that. He befriends uh, the the stripper played by Marissa Tomei, and he's um, he wants to sort of forge some sort of connection with her. He doesn't want to be alone. He starts to see these things, but I think in the back of his mind, it's always, at least at first, it's the wrestling. Like I can't wrestle anymore, and it, it's not that he couldn't do something else. He just wants to do that so badly, you know, it's all he's known and it's what he's really good at. And I don't know, he, it's, it's really sad movie at times, but the performances just, they, they pull you in the entire um, running time of this film. And, And I just thought Mickey Rourke was terrific throughout. Very believable. He's sort of, the role of Randy the Ram Robinson feels lived in, you know, by him. It feels like a real, like a guy you would see doing this, you know? So I love the wrestler. It's a 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculously mm-hmm. highly wow. rated. Yeah. Um, very highly acclaimed. Oh, uh, Mickey Rourke lost out to Sean Penn. Penn. 
for his role in that movie, Milk. But he won the Golden. Mickey won yeah. the Golden. Yeah. Um, and people expected him, I think, to... He was the front runner, and then I think... Maybe I'm oh. wrong. Do you know, right, right before the Academy Awards, there was some issue where Iran was... The country of Iran was pissed off about some of the stuff with the Ayatollah. The Ayatollah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they pl- played into it at all. You know what I mean? I don't know if maybe because the, the Academy's a bunch of twats and they probably yeah. were like, they didn't want bad press or anything like that. Maybe that's why they went the other. I don't know. I'm, I'm that is complete. Yeah. yeah, that's conjecture. I don't. Well, the, the Hollywood foreign press doesn't give a fuck. About no, Iran they don't care because yeah. they're foreign press and they actually know what Iran's all about. Right. So they don't. Give yeah. A yeah, exactly. Um, but that, you, I mean, maybe that has something to do with it because it yeah. was a huge surprise. Because Rourke had run away with it, not just the gold, the whole way through the award season. Right, right. Rourke had, right. and he should have. He was fucking brilliant in the movie. Amazing. So. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I watched this again yesterday just to, you know, refresh my memory on this film. And um, the impact it had the second time around was was uh, at least just as powerful for me, if not maybe even more. Yeah, I was going to so, say the same, AJ. Almost exactly the same thing I was going to uh, say. Well, when you guys want to jump in here and 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 you know, Dan, did you watch it again recently? Uh, I watched it for the first time. Oh, oh, you never today. seen it? Oh. I thought you know I could have sworn I had watched it before, but I watched it today. I'm like, yeah, I definitely hadn't seen the whole thing. I had seen bits and pieces of it like in the past, but uh, I watched it for the first time from beginning to end today, and. My God, what an emotional movie. Like, it, it, it's such a great uh, kind of, I guess, you know, you'd call it like a character study yeah, yeah. Uh, of this guy that just like fucking gives and gives and gives, but gets nothing back. Like, he gave fucking everything to wrestling, yet, he, like, he's living in a fucking trailer. Mm where he can can't even afford the rent in the fucking trailer and has to sleep in his car and you know and, and even the relationship with uh Marissa Tomei's character like uh, you know he gives everything to her he treats her well there's that great scene where um you know like uh, they hang out and they you know they went shopping together and everything. And then the next time he sees her at the club mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, Oh no, you're a customer. I don't date customers. And she's being kind of shitty to him. And then for the first time, he actually fucking treats her like a paying customer mm-hmm. would. And was like, mm-hmm. here's the fucking money fucking dance for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when she first kind of like realized, Oh wait, he doesn't treat me like a fucking commodity he is actually fucking good to me and you know it's just fucking brutal because you feel so bad for this guy this guy again because he's not a bad guy at all like he's a good person he's got a good fucking heart he's just a fuck up like he screws shit up all the time like he screws shit up with his daughter and and he doesn't mean to he wants to be a good dad but he just fucks it up and, you know, again, the only thing he didn't ever fuck up was being a good wrestler. And so he kept going back to wrestling because that was the one thing he knew he could do well. And so he kept going back to it, even even when it was fucking killing him. 
Like he had a heart attack and almost died and still went fucking back to it. Which brings me to that ending. Like, did he die at the end? Like that that was a very yeah. fucking David Chase, the Sopranos ending, where he like, you know, he goes to do the Ram Jam and it just cuts to black and the Bruce Springsteen song kicks in and you you, you don't really know. They never tell you. You, you I feel don't like know he what did. happens after. Yeah. I feel like he probably did because it was like that was the message right? I think was that he did this thing until it killed him. Yeah, like, until it fully he took up, him took him all the way to to his death. You know. Yeah, he looked up, saw she was gone. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do the Ram Jam then, and then cut to black. I, like I want to think he was trying afterwards, and you know, ended up living out a happy life with his new girlfriend, but. Chances are that didn't happen, but but he was such a fucking interesting character that like you root for and you feel for, and uh, it, it, what a great great acting performance. Um, if I have any complaint about the movie, there is the one complaint is um the the manager at the supermarket he worked at yeah was just such a like fucking caricature like mm-hmm. very fucking paint by numbers like oh here's the mean boss at his job yeah, like yeah, makes wrestling it, jokes it, yeah like not not a very well thought out character and very kind of cheesy but it was very few and far between his scenes so it didn't ruin the movie at all yeah. But um, but but overall, I I love the character. I love, like, just what a fucking good heart he had. Like, he was always trying to fucking do right and always giving, and giving and giving. And I just I thought it was fucking beautiful and fucking excellent. And you know, and and it's kind of uh, kind of like what a fucking baby face is in wrestling is the mm-hmm. person that's always giving and trying to make everyone around him happy. That's that's what the fucking baby face does. So it, he made it made him the 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 perfect baby face, and it was great wrestling wise too. Like the the you know the scenes where they show them backstage going over their spots and everything and. Like I, I thought that was excellent. Mm. Well, DP, on, yeah, on, on that note, real quick, AJ, I just want to make a point on uh, that okay, about, about him embodying the baby face. It, mm-hmm. It's not just embodying the baby face. He embody he just eventually just became Randy the Ram Robinson. Like he wasn't yeah. actually like and if you notice, there's a number of times of people trying to call him something besides Randy or Ram, and he corrects yeah. them immediately. Yeah, yeah. Remember they tried he tried, yeah, the, 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 the doctor, that douchebag boss gave him the name tag. Mm-hmm. Every time they someone tried to call him anything except Ram, he he was no no no. So his former who he was before he was a wrestler in his mind was gone, he, and this is just who he is. Not just in the mm-hmm. ring, he lived his life as Randy the Ram as well. And this movie, it it, it uh, and AJ, I know you have something to say, so I'll just say real quick. No 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 no, I can go we can go back to it. It's I th- uh, like you said, AJ. I, so I saw this movie in the theater. What a shock when it came out. Um, and then I watched it again a little while after that, but I hadn't watched it in a long time. But I would watch like pieces here and there if it was on TV. And I'd be flipping, well, oh, the wrestlers on. I watched some of it, but this was the first time in a very long time I watched it through. It really hit me hard this time. Um, 
because I know it sounds weird, but it, it not completely like this, but I knew guys like that when I, when I wrestled, not, I didn't, I never knew any guys that had been as big a star as Randy, the Ram, you know, was, you know, fictitiously, but I knew guys like that who were in their fifties, still wrestling, no family or any family they had was estranged living fucking show to show, just, you know, living in squalor, just never all broke down physically and financially um, and just couldn't fucking let it go. They just couldn't because they found out, they realized that the best version of themselves that they'll ever be was being in that ring. And it, it, that's tough to let go of. I mean, that, I, think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say about any profession that you become your best self when you envelop yourself in it. And my God, I've never seen a more lovable yet tragic character in any movie I think I've ever seen in my life. Right. Because it was so sad. And I mean, I love, oh, by the way, what an underrated performance from Evan Rachel Wood, too, by the way, is the daughter. Yeah, yeah she's not in a lot of it, but when that scene, when she flips, she's the one that says, You're just a fuck up. And really, when you think about it, it's like he's really only a fuck up to her. Like he mm-hmm. takes care of everyone else, you know, but like she was a part of his life when he wasn't, when, when he was a real person. When he when he had to be a dad, when he wasn't Randy the Ram Robinson, when he whatever the fuck his name was, you know, weird. When he was name. dad, yeah, yeah, that wasn't a version of himself he wanted to be. So he tried to eliminate that from his life. He even said it to her, you know. Yeah, I, I, I tried to forget I, you. I tried to forget you. Of course he did, because that wasn't part of Randy the Ram Robinson, and he had mm-hmm. gotten rid of everything else. Of course, you know, and then of course he fucks it up, like you know, the, the like he does. Um, that scene is so hard like to watch where he keeps trying to hug her and that is just there's so many Mm. parts of the movie that are difficult to watch but they're so important to watch and um you know i'm getting a little i'm getting a little too serious so i will say Mm -mm. oh my god marissa tomei that's another thing about the movie that i just found unbelievable was Okay, okay, she's a stripper in New Jersey. And you're yeah. telling me that there's dudes at that fucking strip club that were like, oh no, you're too old. I don't <laughs> yeah. See. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. They were in like she's Elizabeth, New Jersey. Way <laughs> harder than any fucking girl in New Jersey. Who the fuck you could even at 44 years old? DP, she couldn't. She was the, the hottest fucking sh- woman there. Like Who that, are you kidding? Those people couldn't even afford to live in Trenton. Like, right? like, like yeah. it's, it's a shithole. No, it's, no, I'll give you yeah. that. But good God, man, uh, I don't know what fucking workout program she was on for that flick. But good mm-hmm. God, yeah. God, what a piece yeah. she is. But um, yeah, I I love. I I don't know that movie. I gotta look at my master list at some point again. But that's like a top ten movie for me. The wrestler. I think it's fucking mm-hmm. brilliant, and it's it's definitely a bit of a leap for Aronofsky because he usually does weird shit. You know, he did the three movies he did before this were Pie, Requiem, and The Fountain. And those are weird fucking movies. Right. Um, and then after that, he's done, you know, like uh, Black Swan and, yeah. and, and Mother, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's just weird. a crazy allegory. Yeah. Like he doesn't do normal shit. Yeah. This is the most straightforward type of story he does. Because, like DP said, it's like, it's like, it's just a, it's a character study at its core, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just there are so many scenes in the movie um and i and i can tell you um I, it is a very accurate portrayal of independent wrestling um 
you know, in this day and age, if you flip on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or the dog shit AEW, (laughs) they that shit is so unbelievably overly scripted. Um, it's just like, yeah, two minutes in, you're going to do a body slam. And then 20 seconds later, you're going to throw him off the ropes, hit him with an elbow, like the script. That's not how independent wrestling works, at least not when I did it. And the shit that they were talking about, like when you saw at the very, the first show we did when they were in the locker room and everyone was kind of going over stuff, they're like, yeah, no, we should work the neck. It's going, no, 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 we're working the neck. And yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Work the, the leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, th- I mean, that's, those are conversations that we had. Literally, I had every show with everybody working. Yeah, the um, the final match there with the Ayatollah when he's yeah. like, "All right, here's the script. I'm the heel, you're yeah. the face." But guys, yeah, like, guys, hey, glad to see nothing's changed. But, the, but like that's the thing, like guys like that who had been you know been in the business for thirty years, they can do that. Just yeah. get in the ring and call it as Let's you go. go. We'll go. Fucking Ric Flair to this day could get in the ring with any of us and get a match out of us. Mm-hmm. Just just you know like just because he can. Because uh, he's done it for so long, and they didn't script shit like that back in the day, right? right. Um, yeah. and, and they just they got talented people to go out there and be fucking talented. That was what the that that was why if you were the most talented, you were usually the biggest draw. You made the most money, yeah. not because mm-hmm. the promoter liked you the most. You know, it's because you could do it better than everybody else, and not just read a fucking script. So, um, I, I yeah, like I said, I can tell you, and and the, that that um, the one thing actually I don't like about the movie. It has nothing to do with the movie or anything, but that the scene, the match where he that had the heart attack afterwards, mm-hmm. and the hardcore match, the hardcore match against yeah. the necro butcher. That guy's the most garbage wrestler I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, he's a real wrestler. Well, I mean, I'm using that term loosely, wrestler. Right, um, he works. Um, on he, the yeah, yeah, I think he retired a few years ago. Thank Christ. Um, yeah, he makes fucking Terry Funk. Look like Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, while Ter- I mean, young Terry Funk was brilliant, but like the like the yeah. later in life Terry, yeah, I mean, it, that guy is just they, he's just you know, like the, remember he had the five dollar bill stapled to his fucking head. Yeah, they, he actually does shit like that. Like yeah. that's that was a very that was like a real match that yeah. you know mm-hmm. like that's he does that and with the fucking light tubes and the and the bullshit. I, mm-hmm. I just I, I I and the staple gun I. Okay, we're not. We don't have to get into wrestling, but I hate. No, that let's shit get wrestling. into wrestling. I hate that shit. Um, uh, but who the fuck is that actor that got into it? Uh, oh, David Arquette. David Arquette. Arquette. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he worked with that fucking moron, Nick Gage, and Nick Gage cut his throat. Yeah, he fucking almost died. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, again, like fucking light tubes smashing over the back and just like over the fucking top extreme shit and yeah. Yeah, well, like David Arquette fucking lost episode. like eight pints of blood, and I think he only had four in his body. So yeah, so there's there, there was yeah, I don't know what else came out, yeah. but they yeah, there's a whole there's a great show on Vice. If you I know DP, you've watched some of the Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, um, there's there's a Nick Gage episode which I'm like God, we're dedicating an hour to this fucking loser, mm-hmm. fucking multiple criminal by his own admission. He's an ass clown. Um, but that's who he was working with when. So they they talk about that story with David Arquette. Yeah. Because David Arquette had had that bizarre WCW run where he was a WCW heavyweight champion back in the because he was promoting that stupid Ready to Rumble movie. But right. he he actually afterwards he was so embarrassed by how he was portrayed. He actually went and trained as a wrestler and got in a yeah. He wanted to like yeah, legit. He could, so he could do it. David mm-hmm. Arquette could work yeah. a little bit, and he and he, mm-hmm. he got in good shape. He looked good. He had a good physique. Um, but yeah, he did that. Yeah, because he got mad because they told him you can't fucking put the pizza cutter on my head, 
And so at one point he had like barbed wire or something around his neck that was sharp. And then he put the pizza cutter on his head and he spun like that. Because he, he's, he's like an actor. He can't cut my head. He spun like that. And fucking spun, it almost killed him. Cut his yeah. fucking throat open. It missed the artery, luckily. But yeah. it's just, Jesus Christ. But but that's the thing. And I think in this movie, um, you know, Randy was trying to do the things that were still, that were relevant in, you know, at being a wrestler in his 50s. He's like, oh, I guess I'll do the hardcore stuff because that's what the fans want right now. That's right. why I did that stupid fucking match. And then he had a heart attack afterwards with, you know, which I, I almost have every time I see one of those stupid matches. But yeah, um, it's yeah. violent, violent scene. Really nasty shit. So um, I, I actually I, I want to hear Andy's thoughts on this movie before uh, we kind of devolve into <laughs> into turning into the wrestling council. But yeah, AJ. It, what what are your thoughts on the wrestler? Yeah, I have a question, AJ. What did you think of the movie? Oh my god, that's an amazing question. <laughs> I love I love the wrestler, and like I, I think I mentioned it. Um, you know, watching it again yesterday, um, it had a it had quite the impact on me. I think someone who's survived a heart attack, uh, I mm. guess, feeling that like whole thing where he was telling you know how his daughter how he doesn't want to be alone and this stuff and I guess that just that hit home and I think it was really yeah. the, the nuance of that performance by Rourke and the you know the sort of like um, the vulnerability he would ha he had to show in, in a performance like that right. to, to be that yeah, he, he went I mean? from being this fucking badass wrestler to be just being so goddamn vulnerable. Well, he knew his it was, daughter. It, it was yeah, over. Such, he knew it was over. Yeah, yeah reality uh, was coming back. He was actually accepting the fact that he was going to work at the deli. Remember, he was actually enjoying himself a little right, bit. Right, he was actually doing a pretty deli? good job. It's not yeah, like he right. couldn't do anything else. He exactly not that being a deli worker was like being working in the deli. Like He's got to do something. But he could, but he could work a day to day, yeah, and mm -hmm. he actually has a good personality. He was yeah. talking to the customers, like you know, it, it wasn't like he couldn't do something else it's just right. that he didn't want to do anything else <laughs> yeah like and like you said and like you said tim he was randy the ram he was too Robinson. far gone he's too mm -hmm. far gone yeah, you know? he wasn't robin randa yeah fucker, whatever blah, 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 whatever his right. name was yeah like he was pissed over that name tag. Naga, Naga, Naga. <laughs> Not going to work here anymore. <laughs> uh, but I love the wrestler. I think uh, it is just this portrait of this like broken man, you know, mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I loved it for not just, you know, the performances, but I did love the wrestling stuff too. I thought that was all really uh, well done, sort of like peek behind the curtain sort of idea. Mm -hmm. Where you're like getting in there with them, and then the whole scene when he's like with that fucking roided up guy buying all the drugs from him. Oh my god! <laughs> if you guys want to know something funny about that, and I'll read you some of the other uh, trivia stuff. That guy that mm -hmm. played that role a few months after the filming of the movie got arrested for selling fucking roids <laughs> and, and assaulting federal officers. So, he wasn't acting. No, yeah, like, really, that's what he did. Act scary. <laughs> yeah, he just like he just basically gave himself up to be in the movie. Next thing you know, the right. feds are on him. Wow, but you know, I love the wrestler. Um, and I, I put myself as a you know, I count myself as an Aronofsky fan. Um, 
But he does tackle, even though this is was one of his more straightforward storytelling type films, he tackles really tough subjects. Like just I don't know. It's I'll watch anything he puts out. Just, you know, I think this was Yeah. He let the he and he let the um he let the the um the lead he let the actors shine in this, you know? Yeah. You know, he didn't try to do anything tricky. He just let them he just put the camera in front of them and let them let let Mickey Rourke just, you know. Dude, and yeah. Mickey Rourke really fucking hammered it. Like he oh. was so good, dude. Like you you actually believed he used to be a wrestler. He looked like, like the, he the, looked the, at the part. Like the physique he, too, like he was like jacked, but you could tell he was like kind of old man jacked. Right. You know, yes. like you know, the kind of like the way Hogan was looking late in the yeah. career, not as big, but like, mm-hmm. like kind of like that. You know, you know how last week we talked about the, the blonde, how you know the director did all these like parlor tricks and things like with the camera and tried mm-hmm. to make this like flashy film. And Aronofsky didn't do that. He just film these actors and let them just just do their thing. It was, yeah. but it was by he, far he his most hands off. Right. hands off film. I mean, right. he, he did a couple things that I really fucking loved, and uh, like I noticed right off the bat. Uh, so the following, the, the first match, like mm-hmm. the, the camera work inside the ring was like the shaky cam thing. And you know, like oh, when they're right, in right. close, like you really feel kind of shaky and going all over. And then when they give the wide shot, you know, it's like steady and you see what's going on. But when they're in close, you really kind of felt like you're in the fucking match mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, I, I, I thought that was fucking excellent. But I mean, I again that's about it. That's uh, AJ, as far you- as he went with the uh, like you know, being a director and being artsy. Mm-hmm. AJ, do you, like you were just mentioning the follow camera. Like, remember they followed him out to the ring, but then remember that scene where they follow him when he's in the grocery store too? Yes, he's that was to the deli. beautiful. That was dude. just like they, him. Like, and, they also, and they also follow him. Remember when he first Can't get away his, from it. Remember when he first gets home, he finds out he's locked out of the... Yeah, they follow him to the... Yeah, that's yeah, a fo- yeah, they're yeah. following over, like, it's almost like over the shoulder sort of thing, where they're just following him around. Yeah. Like, almost like documentary style, but not really. Uh, that, that, that fucking but nothing supermarket just... scene was awesome. Oh, so great. Yeah, because so you could even they even have oh, like the crowd cheering yeah. in the background yeah. As, yeah. as he gets to the fucking curtain and <laughs> goes through. Ah. Beautiful. Hey guys, can I real quick? Um, and we get to obviously talk way more about whatever you want, but because DP, you mm-hmm. brought that up about the about the deli. Um, on IMDb, they always have like the trivia, like the did you know some of the cool, oh, yeah. some of some really cool shit. shit. Yeah. So this is one. Uh, the first scene of Randy working the deli counter was improvised. When real cu- customers kept walking up to the counter during filming, Aronofsky told Rourke to take their orders while the camera would continue rolling. Mm-hmm. Also, and then the backstage stuff was improvised too. So real customers were coming in and fucking asking for pasta salad and shit. He was taking right? their orders. <laughs> what do you need, hon? Fucking great. Oh, I love that. He's like, what do you what do you need? Good looking, that weird guy that he fucking throws the shit to him. But that bitch How about the, them cowboys. Yeah, the bitch at the end that kept being like a, a little less, and then he eats a little some more, a little less, a little. Oh my god! He just, I would have fucking lost oh, it on yeah. that person. And he just sabotaged it at that point. Oh, he just had yeah. That sent him down. 
Well, that was the yeah. point where he just revolted about against being a real civilized mm-hmm. nine to five day job. Person. Yeah, that fuck was it. Robin. This isn't. It. I want to be Randy. Right. I'm Randy. That's yeah. that. That was the moment where he was, and that's why. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he necessarily died in that last. Mo- I mean, because these guys are just fucking made out of iron. They never seem to die. Right. I mean, Rick Rick Flair just wrestled his his retirement match a yeah. like month ago. He's seventy two. Yes. He's um, in the ring. He wrestled like a 23 minute tag match. Like, Fucking I mean, crazy. Dude. Killed him. But, crazy. Um, but like, but you never know. But I, I think that was the thing. He just, in that moment, he rejected the normal life and just said, fuck it. I'm going out there to finish it. You know, and that, mm-hmm. and that was it. So um, really just beautiful, poetic kind of movie, but, you know, wrapped in like a really rough exterior. And uh, man, just some. And again, we, we're, we're loving, we're, we're loving Rourke, but my God, everybody was great in it. I mean, God, I, that, the Evan Rachel Wood stuff, again, I'm bringing it up again. I just thought she, she was, that scene where she freaks out on him was just, it really, I rewound it and watched it back like a few times. It was just super heavy, but just fucking brilliant. So great hey, fucking movie. Okay, can I, so uh, can I take a quick left turn here? Just uh, yeah. real quick. With uh, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood, right? Uh, uh, I was looking at her IMDb, and I said the next movie she's going to be in is the. Uh, have you guys seen the trailers or whatnot for the the Weird Al Yankovic biopic? <laughs> oh God, who's playing Weird Al? Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, oh yes, Christ. that's right, that's right, that's right. Right, and and so apparently like the that. movie. So the, what what's so brilliant about this, and what it looks at least, it obviously it hasn't come out yet, so it's hard to say. But from what I've been able to glean from the trailers we've seen so far, is uh, you know, Weird Al just made all his songs were parody songs. This is a parody of fucking musical biopics. Oh God! <laughs> it, it's this whole thing where like Weird Al is in this like relationship with Madonna and Evan Rachel Wood plays Madonna. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Yes, absolutely. It, again, it just seems like a fucking spoof of musical biopics, which is just perfect for fucking weird Al. Like yeah. the, that is what you would want from a weird Al movie. So exactly. it, it, it comes out, I think in uh, November, early November. So we got like a month or so it'll be out. I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, again, I fucking love it. He was the best part of that uh, Lost City movie. Um, oh, that's right. I keep yeah. Saying, I'm trying to forget that movie, but he, he was excellent, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was great. Oh, it showed. Yeah, he he showed. He, he's got a little range. He's got a little mm-hmm. range. To see how much he has. Yeah, this, this will test that definitely. So, so um, I've heard. I've heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. Boys, boys, can I just give you a couple more of the, the did you knows, the, the, the trivia? Please do. I love these. these right. my, I love. Due to the film's modest budget, Axel Rose donated the use of Sweet Child of Mine for the final. Oh, match. wow. Really? Pretty cool. Good for right? you, Axel. Uh, I don't have to read it, but Mickey Rourke, he actually does cut his own head in that scene. That's he really, well, really. Himself, yeah, huh? he, he absolutely gigged himself in the uh, and that's how you do it. I never did it. When I wrestled, why? Because I'm not slicing my head open in front of 75 fucking people. That's why. <laughs> if it was like a thousand, we people, were there. If it was like a thousand people, maybe. 
But I'm not seventy-six yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. Seventy-five now. Yeah. I'm not cutting my head open <laughs> for gas money. All right. That's not fucking happening. Uh, but that is how you do it. I was taught how to do it. You know, you mm-hmm. wrap the you wrap the little blade under your tape and then you'd get it out. Obviously, his uh, opponent at that time was doing the right thing. He was he was fucking bumping the ref. Yeah. So everybody was watching that and he and he and he, he gigged himself. But um mm-hmm. uh so did you guys know that um the first choice for the studio was Nicolas Cage. And wow. Aaron Aronofsky was what fought his balls off to get Rourke. And imagine it was Nicolas Cage. I, I could actually I, see I it, like though. Nick Cage. I like Nick Cage. I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know if he could but, pull it, but I Yeah, could because DP, I don't I don't think I would feel that type of way about I don't think I'd feel that bad. Then again, I felt really no. bad. I felt really bad for him in Pig. But still, I don't think mm-hmm. I could have. I don't know. I don't think I could have. Randy was perfect. Um, here's a funny one. Um, your boy Hulk Hogan. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a very, very long history of just lying about fucking everything. Oh God! Hulk Hogan yeah. just makes up. Oh, there's, my like, God, there's like yes. Twitter accounts and like web pages dedicated to all of Hulk Hogan's lies. He just makes shit up, and he claimed that uh, he was offered the role of Randy the Ram Robinson, by the way, and he turned it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um hold on. There's one other one I really wanted to uh tell you guys. Um oh DP, you'll like this one. The old wrestling photos of the Ram in his heyday are actually doctored photos of Lex Luger. Oh wow, really? Makes sense, right? Jacked up blonde guy. I mean Mm -hmm. I mean Lex didn't get real big until like his final, you know, those like late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the "Come on, Ricky, let's go." Like he was really, <laughs> he was real big. That he was, he was, he was juiced to the fucking gills. Oh that my guy. goodness! Uh, yeah. He he's alive, but he's not the, doing well. the narcissist. In, uh, oh man! WWF. Well, you know the funny yeah. thing, and real quick, real quick. I know this is a wrestling thing. But I can say the thing mm-hmm. was he left the WCW, but he was under technically like a no compete for I forget how long. So that Vince wanted him bad. But he couldn't have him wrestle. So Vince opened a, like a professional bodybuilding um, organization just so Luger could work out and compete for the mm-hmm. however 18 months or whatever it was until he could actually compete in the WWF. So that's why when he showed up, he was about even 25 pounds fucking bigger than he was in, in his WCW days. And he was, and he was all juiced up too because they could do mm-hmm. that. Um, and that's why, you know, when he finally unveiled himself as a narcissist, he was just maybe the best physique of any yeah. professional wrestler. It is ridiculous. Yeah, he's insane. So yeah, just crazy. But uh, yeah, the, I, there's a bunch of other shit. But those, those were like the fun ones that I, that I, mm-hmm. I can't believe he fucking gaffed himself open like that. Just fucking, you know, he cut right in the right spot. He did everything right. Yeah. Fucking wild, but. Um, yeah, I, I I actually, if you look most of the like wrestling, um, any any professional wrestler who they asked about this movie, every single one was just like, yep, true to form. That I read there was another one of this that the Roddy Piper saw it. He was moved to tears when he saw it, and mm-hmm. probably because at that point in time that was probably what Roddy's life was like. Um, but uh, man, what a what a fucking journey, and it's not too long of a movie it's like an no. hour 48 or something like that like it yeah. doesn't overstay yeah, yeah 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 it's not that long it doesn't drag you through the mud you know it's just it's good it's good shit love that movie one of my favorites of all time yeah yeah i'm a big fan of that movie um 
Yeah, it's like it feels like there's not a lot of like, Maybe. um, you know, fluff around it. No, it's all just like a very tightly told, very story. clean, very clean. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's, um, you're right, you're right. There's no fat on that movie. It's just, I mean, even like when he meets that weird chick in the bar and he's fucking her in the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like that's was it. that chick not like, I, I mean, uh, like the perfect fucking example of uh fucking new jersey chick right yeah like or new jersey wrestling chick coke and banging in the bathroom and he goes back to her place she's got like these ridiculous posters on the wall and has a fucking pet ferret like i mean if that is not the perfect example of a new jersey chick I don't know. What so for, for me, DP, it was not only New Jersey, but it was like a wrestling chick because yeah. when I used to wrestle out in um, Fall River, I used to work a shot out in Fall River once every couple of months. Mm-hmm. And we would like go to go to the bar after I, I don't even think at first I was of age, but they didn't card me because it was fucking Fall River. Yeah. Uh, for, those, for those who are listening, Fall River, Massachusetts is a shithole. Oh, yes. It but is. they booked me once every couple of months and they would usually be like a $200 shot. So but mm-hmm. I, I would I would go there. And we'd go to the bar afterwards and like every chick was like that, except in Fall River, these chicks didn't really have many teeth. Like, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. And like, they were just like, they were like the biggest fucking skanks and they wanted to like bang the wrestlers. And we're like, we're not anyone. We wrestle in front of nobody. Like, why do you right. want to us? Like, uh, I, I may or may not have done it a few times, but uh, <laughs> hey, uh, oh, I was like 20 years old. What do you want from me? Yeah, who hasn't I, had sex in the bathroom of a yeah, bar? You know? Yeah, in Fall River. I probably, I probably didn't even wrap it up knowing me, but um, not to that, like, tw- like, I have, like, a 21-year-old out there right now. In Fall River, I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Imagine that's my hell. I got to go take care of a kid in Fall River. <laughs> Fuck me. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that scene was weird, but that, that's not abnormal. Trust me. Anyway, no, but you know that was following that scene where he kind of had it out with you know, Marissa Tomei's character there, like you yeah. Know. Then he went to the wrestling show, and he was supposed to meet the daughter the next day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Things were looking up up until that moment, right? Yeah. And then he had and the argument. Scene, he had the argument yeah. with her, and then he went and did went on the bender, then missed the night out with the the dinner out with the daughter. We've all it, done it, that though. It all, spi- away, it, all it all spiraled, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Which, by the way, that 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 scene when he was at like the autograph signing thing, and he's looking around at oh, the other guys, and so he sees sad. like the wheelchair, and he fucking sees the crutches, and he's just looking at the these guys. bag. Yeah, and like, and you can see it in his like fucking great performance, where you can just see it on his face, where he's looking like I don't want that to be that's, me. That's his future. This is going to be me. Fuck, this sucks. Like and, he didn't say a word, but you saw it on his face. He it played and DP it so and DP well. that that is such a reality for a lot of these guys too. Mm-hmm. Like I met a, a, a number of guys, you know, when I worked the Indies. Like I'm not going to name names, but there were a lot of guys who were like former WWF guys or WCW guys who were like still like trying to live off, just trying to sell their fucking merch and shit like that like old videotapes yeah. and signed pictures and things like that they mm-hmm. would just sit at tables and hope people yeah. would buy them you definitely that don't want to say reality. names like greg the hammer valentine greg was anything. A, wait what 
Greg worked. Uh, that was a great night. Greg was a great guy, uh, but he wasn't one of those with the merch. But there were there were a lot of those guys who they would set up like an intermission and just sit there with their merch, and nobody would buy. It. And it's just like that. That is that is that's the end game. When you for, for the listeners, Tim did wrestle Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> that was yeah. He had a match against Greg the Hammer. Man- so Manchester, I believe Manchester, yeah. Manchester, I believe. If I remember, it's all a blur at this Manch point. Manch Vegas. Fucking love that place. I've been up there. Dude, Ma- Manchester, New Hampshire is a great fucking better city. than fucking Fall River. I can oh, tell you that much. Fuck I yeah. <laughs> God, I oh, I wrestled in Brockton a few times. Ugh. Oh, also a shithole. The only yeah. good thing to come out of Brockton was Marvin Hagler. That's it. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, yeah, outside of that, it's just heroin. Yeah, the only thing that comes out of there. Brockton. Yeah, my, remember, the uh... time, remember the time you guys came to watch me wrestle in? Bum fuck New Hampshire, Canaan. Remember that? Canaan? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck it was like yeah. a three and a half hour drive, but they packed mm-hmm. like 300 people to that little playhouse. Yeah. And I worked the opening match against Maverick Wild, but then I refed a few matches too that night. Yes. I got paid like 400 bucks that night. Yeah. That was a huge <laughs> gate. That was a massive gate. It was standing room only in that fucking place. But you twats got there early. You got like front row. Hell yeah. It was great. <laughs> Mom was there. Double M was there. That was a good mm-hmm. And there was the night I hurt my back and I drank so much I puked on you guys. Remember that night? Oh yeah. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, so. I think we brought like there's me, you, AJ. It was like uh, <laughs> seventy five beers between the three of us. Boy, did we! Oh, boy, we could throw them down in our twenties, couldn't we? Fucking <laughs> a. All right, sorry. Now, now like two thirty like... racks and. It, they were, were all gone, too. and we needed more beer. After I think that. we were shooting something too that night. I don't remember. Oh anyways, yeah, we're 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 going to good times and tributary here. But a uh, <laughs> lot of fun, a lot of fun nights, bizarre ones. But ah, uh, do you got? Do you guys want to talk about other wrestling stuff? Sure, movie yeah. related, so, like. So one of the other movies that was brought up this week on our our text chain <clears> is uh, <throat> uh, the movie. Body slam (laughs) from the fucking 80s. Were you on Tubi? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, I remember the movie, but I hadn't seen it since like the 80s, but I watched it the other night. Yeah, that movie's not good at all. It's so bad. (laughs) It is. I forgot how bad it was. Terrible. Like, I remember really enjoying it when I was a kid because I was, you know, eight. But like, it was so bad. The, The guy who plays the lead, he was on the A team. I forget. Yes, that's face from the eighteen. He was all right. Dirk Benedict. Outside of that, oh my god! Mm -hmm. But there's so many wrestlers in that movie. Oh yeah, Roddy Piper and the Tonga Kid. And then Mm -hmm. if you guys noticed the The two guys, Barbarian. Barbarian was one of them. They had the Wild Samoans there. They were like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Captain Lou, Freddie Blassie, Ric Flair makes a cameo. Bruno makes a cameo. Fucking uh, so, Chica Nagalkasi. Yeah. But so, but what I love about it though is delirious, and especially compared to the wrestler, <laughs> is um, like it just shows the difference in wrestling from then till now. Like in the eighties, wrestling like was all about fucking kayfabe. Like yeah, yeah. like Technical you business. never broke kayfabe, and they actually wanted people to believe that wrestling was real like mm-hmm. it wasn't fucking predetermined outcomes and mm-hmm. like all that they they were still selling the idea that 
these people were actually wrestling each other. And this movie tried to fucking sell that idea. Uh, obviously did a terrible job of it. So bad. But but it's just a great example of what a fucking change wrestling mm-hmm. went through in the fucking 90s. Like, yeah. um, and especially, like, like I said, because I've been fucking diving into 90s fucking wrestling and, and watching all that old shit. Like, it went from that time when they wanted people to believe wrestling was real and these people were actually, like, fighting and, and you know, the better man won. And, and then we get to the wrestler where they show you what happens behind the yeah. scenes of, like, you know, like, hey, here's our spots. Here's what we're going to do. Here's who's going to win. So, it, like, as shitty as Body Slam is, mm. uh, it, it, it was still just kind of a great example of what wrestling was then yeah. versus where we're at now. Mm-hmm. So, I, I appreciated that. And I obviously... Always appreciate fucking Roddy Piper. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper is just the fucking all-time great when it comes to not just wrestling, but fucking acting as well. Uh, and he was so good when he was young. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Just ah, maybe the best heel. Right. One of the best heels of all time. Easy, yeah. Speaking of, you know, where things are now with wrestling. TW, mm. have you seen Fighting With My Family? Mm. Oh, so... I- no, and with, gonna, Florence, with Florence Pugh. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why I haven't. I tried one time, and, and listen, the, the reviews are great for it, and the rocks in it. I love the rock. I actually have two questions. Yeah, answer that one first. About I haven't, I haven't seen it. My problem is I tried to watch it, and about ten minutes into the movie, I saw every single professional wrestling trope you could fucking think of. And I was just like, I I can't. I just, it was just like everything. Oh, they were like showing somebody how to like, oh, how to take this bump. And they were just like all this like exposure of the business just right out of the gates. I was like, yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not into it. And I tried I, like two or three times. I just couldn't get through the first few minutes of it. I have a second question that I have. Speaking of bumps, I want to say this before I ask my question. Mm. I was watching TikTok the other day and they had this clip of Triple H. With some like you know upstart like some you know people he was training in a ring, and he was showing them how to bump, mm. like you know fall on their back or whatever. Yeah. And this guy comes and does it. He goes, "Hey, you know, by the way, your underwear's ripped, your balls hanging out." <laughs> <laughs> it was a great clip. Anyway, my second question for you is, uh, and Triple H just said that to him, like in front of all these other people standing in the ring. Anyway, and the guy's like adjusting his shorts, but. Um, what happened to Paige? What do you mean? Where is she? She just showed up at AEW. Oh, she did. Yeah, she's her her real name, Soraya. Um, but I'm not even sure if she can wrestle. She hasn't passed a physical. She she had a neck injury. She came back to WWE, tried to right. wrestle for a couple of months, got took a drop kick to the back, and hasn't wrestled since. So right. she, she was doing like and she was like leading some kind of faction or something. WWE, so there was this right? this thing online. Um, that went around that's really funny you guys were like so are you guys familiar with you know Paige's history her sexual history no there's a there's a video that came out a number of years ago of her getting no. double teamed by uh, uh, Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox in, in like a you know, 
in like a hotel room somewhere. Nope, definitely and, never saw that. <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen it a number of times. Um, so she debuted on AEW, and then there was a you know her picture, and it showed like her all like you know because AEW like the one thing I do like is they have you know their records, their overall records, and so mm-hmm. you know it's and, and they call uh, six man tag or six man tag matches they call trios matches. And so it said trios record zero and zero, and somebody took the picture and circled it and said, "Look, AEW is already lying. <laughs> <laughs> She's been in at least one trios match." Um, so um, she she's back. She I used to love Paige, um, and and I and again I hear that movie's really good, um, but I can't I can't I can't get into it. I'll try. Yeah, again I mean I mean it's not it's not super heavy, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it's it. Reviewed, it it's reviewed very very well. Yeah, I, I uh, was entertained by it. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try again. I know her mom is a very interesting character, uh, pro wrestler as well. So I'll check so, it out. Uh, speaking of injuries and whatnot, um. Is it true that Chris Benoit got the nickname the Crippler because you fucking dropped Sabu on his yeah. head? Yeah, that that is yeah. true. Okay. Belly to belly suit. Well, it was like a weird belly to belly. He had like one of his legs. It was weird. You can look it up. It, yeah, it actually, uh, I've it, it seen used to be the, the fucking in- move. It was Sabu. on the intro. It was on the intro to ECW television. He yes, right on. Yeah. yeah, that's where he got it. He broke his fucking neck. Yeah. Okay, so that is true. I, I, I TW, TW, I saw, about that. I saw okay. this. I saw this TikTok with Bret Hart saying <laughs> saying that Bill Goldberg kicked him in the head as hard yeah. as he could. Yeah. So oh, that's Goldberg. All, that's all true. Really? That's all, what? True. That, that's all true, right? That ended Bret's career. He never wrestled again. Right. And, um, and, and and then Goldberg tried to go. I didn't even hit him. That it doesn't matter how hard you think you hit him. You fucking idiot. You ended his career because you're a stiff, unprofessional cunt. That's why. Mm-hmm. And then there was this other TikTok. I'm going way <laughs> too TikTok. Does. He loves TikTok. Yeah. I so there was this I other TikTok where um, Bill Goldberg's like in a split screen talking to fucking that psycho Chris Jericho, and he's like, "Did I ever? Would, did I ever hurt you in the ring?" Chris is like, "No." And that was that was the clip. That was it. They had they had history. Um, Goldberg and Jericho. They got into like a fight backstage one time. Mm-hmm. Um because Goldberg was just being a twat and Jericho called him out for it and they got into some type of I guess Jericho put him in like a front face lock and they got broken up. But um yeah, Goldberg had heat with a lot of people. Um, just because he was a guy that didn't have a lot of training, but he looked good, he looked like a big badass, and it was a time that you know, we kind of look like Steve Austin, and Steve Austin was the hottest guy in wrestling. Yeah, and you know they that, pushed that's him. They exactly pushed him too what fast. it was. Yeah, they pushed him too he fast. He looked like Austin, so they tried to fucking get him. I mean, out listen, there as quick as possible. WCW booked him brilliantly too. You know, like he, they just they didn't they weren't cute about it. They just put him on a fucking win streak. He just mm-hmm. was just running through people. It was smart, and he looked the part. He just didn't have enough training, and he just was put thrust into a position. Way too soon, not knowing what the fuck he was doing, and he hurt a lot of people. If you ever have a chance sometime, look up his match with uh it's he was Steven Regal at the time, but William Regal. You guys know William mm-hmm. Regal. Yeah, um, look that up because they wanted they wanted they wanted him to do the same thing, like Goldberg beat him in like 30 seconds. He was like on his streak, and Regal mm-hmm. was like, No, I'm not doing no. it. So they went out to the ring and Regal roughed him the fuck up in there because Regal was no I've seen joke. that. Yeah. Regal slapped him around in that match. I mean, he ended up eating the pin and everything, but he made mm-hmm. him fucking work for it. And Regal stretched his yeah. ass for a good 10, 12 minutes. Good. So, um, and, you know, and, I, and even if Goldberg wanted to do something about it, he couldn't have, not to Regal. Uh, Regal was no fucking joke. Um, but which, yeah, 
you know, the uh, Goldberg, he's still living on that that whole thing, and Vince keeps paying him to do stuff every now and again. But I never speaking speaking of TikTok, I saw someone posted this a uh, couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, whatever it was. What? But um, <laughs> it was the when the the Y two J clock yeah. hit zero <laughs> yeah. on fucking Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Dude, I I watching that clip literally gave me fucking goosebumps. Yeah. That was such brilliant fucking marketing for fucking Jericho. Like it, it hit zero when The Rock was in Rock's the ring. In the ring. Yeah, a promo. They, have a, they have a great back and forth. Oh my fucking God. What a great intro to the WWF. For the Rock Jericho. had the best back and forth with everybody. Oh, <laughs> so goddamn good, dude. I literally got goosebumps watching it. And I even like I commented on the video, like, should I be embarrassed that I got goosebumps watching no. that? And everyone replied, like, nope, don't be embarrassed. I did, too. Yeah, it was fucking great. <laughs> I saw this great back oh, and forth. before awesome. Vince lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. TW, I saw this great back and forth between The Rock and Jericho on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? And, wow. and Oh, it's back. They were backstage. Yeah. And it was like, you know, a young Michael Cole, I think, like with the microphone in between, whatever. And they were just going back and forth. And at one point towards the end of it, The Rock started doing like Jericho's line, like the never ever. Like yeah. he started doing that thing. It was freaking gold. There, it was there's, gold. There's a back and forth. I found it on an episode of Raw. It took me a while to find it, but it was it was after like the WCW had invaded WWE and all this shit was going on. And Jericho had beaten The Rock for like, you know, some title it like the previous pay-per-view so they're they're all in the back talking about like what like all the wrestlers are in the rock locker room and they're all talking about like what they're gonna do you know to, to the wcw guys and jericho steps in he's like this is what i'm gonna do and the rock basically tells him to fuck off and then jericho's you know the rock's like you know you know saying how what he's gonna do and, the, and jericho's like well last time i remember you know you know the last big one you wrestled in was against me and you lost and the rock was like yeah you won the big one once but the Rock's been bit, winning big ones since you were back in WCW, getting your ass whooped by Juventud Guerrera, and the whole the you know, whole locker room just fucking explodes. I was like, oh, Juventud <laughs> <laughs> Guerrera. Yeah, he's got the he best. He had, had a few with Juventud back yeah, in WCW. Yeah, the, like, the Rock has the best burns ever. Like, he's just <laughs> oh, he's so good at it. <laughs> He's your ass whooped by Juventud Guerrera. <laughs> he just thought of the most ridiculous name of someone that he feuded with. <laughs> I, speaking, I, speaking of speaking of like you know the the on mic personas and stuff like you know these guys a lot of these guys have moved into like film right I mean they oh yeah mm-hmm. the great rock is, the rock AJ. the rock especially I know great segue. <laughs> The rock, the rock has done it, you know. We know John Cena's done it, and but they were doing it before those guys too, right? Right? Oh, I yeah. think D, I think DP yeah, has a body a, slam. I think D, <laughs> I think deep. Hey, Potter. no, 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 Dan. I think you have a very, very <laughs> beloved movie of yours has yeah. a very well known classic wrestler if, in it. If we're Academy Award about, nominated, uh, we're if, not talking about They Live. Yeah. If we're we're talking about the greatest (laughs) performance by a wrestler in a movie, like like we all agreed a couple weeks ago about uh, um, 
like Clue being the best fucking murder mystery movie. Right. I think we can all be in agreement when it comes to wrestler turned actor. The greatest performance of all time is Andre the Giant in The Princess Bride. I mean, does it get any better? Like, how fucking good was Andre in that? And speaking of fucking TikTok, I follow Mandy Patankin mm. on TikTok. He was recently talking about that. Like, uh, they're doing a Q&A with him about The Princess Bride. And he just talked about how just amazing fucking Andre was. And um, in particular, talking about the 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 cliffs of insanity, you yeah. know, when he's climbing up the rope and he's got them all attached to him. And apparently, um, Wallace Shaw, the guy that played Vizzini, had like a fear of heights. So, like, even though they were on like a forklift lifting them up, like Wallace Shaw was fucking scared and wanted to have like a stand-in do the scene for him and apparently andre just like when the scene started kind of put his arm around wallace and goes wally don't worry i got you i'll keep you safe and that's all it fucking took and wally was fine after that and was like all right let's fucking shoot it (laughs) and that's all it took was fucking andre just wrapping his arm around him and saying, don't worry, I'll keep you safe. Well, he weighed 500 pounds. Yeah, I mean, he would. <laughs> they didn't call him Andre the Giant because he was kind of big. He was a fucking giant. See, the thing is, DP, I think oh. AJ AJ was thinking something else, though. I AJ, don't think so. I think he was, because uh, I thought you made it very clear that the greatest acting performance in a wrestling movie by a wrestler or non-wrestler is um, Tiny Lister as Zeus in No Holds Barred. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. The Hulk Hogan movie from '89, no. But I thought he was going with Hulk Hogan as the nanny, <laughs> or Hulk Hogan as Thunderlips. Yeah, that's he's great as Thunderlips. Thunder he got Lips a lot of trauma. Is the best. Yeah. So speaking of Andre the Giant, do you remember? You guys, do you guys remember Saturday Night's main event? Yeah. Of course. Oh God, yeah. And, and when when Andre turned heel and he was yeah. in like some match with like leaping Lenny Poff, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a battle royal. He, he gave him a headbutt and he bloodied him up. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a battle yeah. royal. It yeah, a battle royal. and uh, I think he eliminated him with the headbutt and he bloodied him up. Like I yeah. remember that. You want to know like Saturday Night's main event? I look so forward to that any night that that was on. Oh, so can I just say real quick? DP mentioned last week that he thinks I'm borderline on the spectrum. I rem- I I remember who won that battle royal. <laughs> it's not borderline, then. You are oh, Andre. <laughs> Andre did, didn't, didn't he? No, they chucked Andre. They got Andre out of there. They like mm-hmm. eight of them. Eight of them threw Andre out. Who who got it? Billy Jack Haynes. Okay. He okay. threw okay. out Hercules at the end. Hercules thought he had it won, and Billy Jack went over the top and pulled himself out and chucked Hercules out. Billy Jack won. <laughs> They were gonna Saturday, push him big, but he lost his fucking mind and they cut him. But Saturday night's main event was 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 awesome. It was freaking awesome. It was, it was a spectacle. Great. Do you guys yeah. remember the one where uh the honky tonk man smashed Randy Savage over the head with the guitar and then yes. Elizabeth went and got Hogan? Yes. Oh yes. man, I watched that one recently on Peacock. Man, oh, they have Saturday mm-hmm. nights, they have Saturday oh, nights main events them. on Peacock. Oh, yeah, Every single one of them. What? Every single one what? of them. I swear to God. Yeah, so that was the Hart Foundation held him, held Savage. He smashed him with the guitar. 
He Elizabeth goes against Hogan. The fucking place goes bananas. That's when Hogan and Savage became friends, and then Hogan helped Savage win the belt at WrestleMania four. The Mega Powers, the SummerSlam, and then WrestleMania five was Hogan versus Savage. That's when they actually used to mm-hmm. book things with some fucking logic, um, right? With some foresight. Yeah, just yeah, a little bit of long term storytelling, but um, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Watch all those. But if we're talking, uh, can I ask you guys about a movie? This is this is funny. Um, we just bring it up real quick. So I'm a big fan of CM Punk. I was a huge fan. Um, and I always thought he'd be a good actor, you know, like he's, he's just, he's, mm-hmm. he's a great, he's great on the mic. He's very comfortable. He's very well-spoken. Um, so he went and did this movie back in 2019 called Girl on the Third Floor. And critic, now there's only 38 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's 84%. Mm. Right. So I, I saw, I saw this movie. It was dog shit ah. it was so bad so then i, I and it would just come out so then, now i look at it there's 500 plus audience ratings 22 oh, percent so i don't know what the fuck these critics were. i mean cm punk was fine but it was just such a terrible movie like horribly directed made no sense at times um but i think that's a guy who could do something if he really wanted to but well speaking of that, guys that can do stuff if they wanted uh, what do you do you have a more like positive review of a, a film a wrestler well, did well yeah i mean the thing is we just talked about it a couple weeks ago when we did the treasure hunt movies with um with the rundown the rundown is my favorite oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean that that's great but then the rock does walking tall and that sucked um i liked walking tall i like but but, but but now uh, uh the rock is it gonna did be, suck but i liked it but now the rock's <laughs> gonna be doing black adam so he's gonna be entering the oh, dc universe that should be great um, also, we already have somebody else in the DC universe that's a former wrestler, and that's seen her as Peacemaker. Dude, did you watch the that show? DP? Peacemaker series is it's fucking excellent. All right, I gotta watch it. Amazing. I, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, but it is it. so good. Well, how so, great? So, how great? So good. How great's the Suicide Squad with with Cena? As, excellent. As awesome. Yeah, we like like as good as Cena is in the Suicide Squad, like. He just takes it to the next level in the series when he really well, gets e- to eagerly. like be listen fucking peacemaker. Yeah, eagerly, listen, dude. Eagerly. Oh my god, his fucking dad is played by Robert Patrick. And oh, nice. Oh my god, so good. Like he has this fucking relationship with his father that's like very kind of adversarial, and because his dad's like a a former like super villain yeah okay oh that's great <laughs> but like you know peacemaker wants to be a yeah, superhero so i'll confirm so good it's dc you guys know how much i love dc yeah i'll confirm yeah. that for for DP. I, i'm with dp that was that's a good series yeah i so enjoyed I, it i, I enjoyed see, it a lot outside mm-hmm. of that it's hard actually dp you know here's here's a kind of random one do you remember that stone cold was on two episodes of chuck Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Holy fuck! I forgot about that. And he was great. He was yeah. fucking great. Love Austin. So, so there's really three wrestlers currently, I think, that are that are doing like you know work in like major films, and that's Dave Batista, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and then um, uh, John Cena. Yeah, Batista's in the new Knives Out. None. Yeah. 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 yeah Glass yeah. Onion. None of the none of the females or former females are doing anything in the acting um yeah. space really. No, and I none of them think. really did. Like I feel like Stacy Keebler dabbled maybe 
But, yeah, she she did. Uh, she was in an episode of Psych where she was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember you talking about that. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah, Tammy mostly... Tammy Lynn Sitch uh, oh, used God. to be Sunny. She's done some uh, movies, as you call. Yeah. Do you want to know where she is? Only She's in jail, dude. I was gonna dude, say she, she her life someone. took a fucking yeah. dive off a cliff. Yeah, Holy that was yeah. Shit, she, for you guys, that was she was Sunny. She was the body Donna's. Um, Manager, she was Legion like the biggest point. fucking thing in WWF yeah, in she was like married 96, to Chris 97. Yeah. Huge. She's Huge. in jail forever. Dude, she's she fucking killed somebody. Yeah, drunk driving. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah and that was like her ninth that, that was like her ninth drunk driving yeah. I mean. I think uh, it was Chris Candido's death basically fucking put her over the edge. You know who did a lot of a lot of movies too after they finished wrestling? China. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 So yeah, most of yeah. them most of them you have to go to like a specialty store to find yeah, them. Most right. of them are pornographic. <laughs> One night in China. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Would you have she's dead? Would you have? Would you I would have. I would have yeah. given the opportunity. I would have. She's famous. I mean yeah, yeah even before all the plastic surgery, I would have. Yeah. I would have. Triple H did. I've done worse. I, I guarantee you that. <laughs> oh, oh, I was in Fall River, DP. Speaking yeah. of triple, speaking of Triple H, wasn't he in one of the Blade movies or something? Uh, oh, what the fuck yeah. is he in? I just don't think a lot of them like they could do it, but they don't have the appetite. For well, it. Edge mm. was on something. Was he on Legion or uh, Edge? Uh, what the Viking? No, what the fuck was he? He was on something. I don't know. I didn't do my research. Okay, uh, a bunch but of really seen her in The Rock and Batista are like the yeah. ones really, yeah. really like yeah. making waves right now. Uh, well, a bunch of wrestlers of were in uh, Psych. Mm-hmm. I guess Psych was on USA at the same time as Was the Raw, Miz on it? So. Was, the, was the Miz on it ever? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's not. He's so, fucking. He's fucking. Kane great. was on it. Keebler was on it. John oh, Cena yeah. had a few episodes on Psych. He, your boy, the A-lister. I do like him. You ever watch him on Miz and Mrs.? He's fucking hilarious. He's absolutely... I've seen, I've seen. And Maurice is a dime piece. Three or Two kids, three kids deep. She's a dime piece. But there's actually, um, for anybody who, who likes Peacock, um, the the WWE Network on Peacock, there is a whole Miz documentary about how mm-hmm. he, you know, how he had been on, remember he had been on the real world and yes, and right. He was, you know, everyone thought he was a fucking joke. And for a little while he had to Isn't get dressed, uh... he had to get dressed in the bathroom because he, he like left his food too close to Chris Benoit's bag and they wouldn't let him right. in the locker room anymore until the undertaker was it the stepped real in. real world or it was some other show like the, the challenge or something like that. Well, he was or, on he, uh, some the, MTV show. He the was Miz on, was also, yeah. he was also on, a season of Fear Factor, maybe, or something. Yes, Joe, he was Joe on Rogan. an episode of Fear Factor. Because Joe Rogan the one was hosting, with Joe Rogan almost beat Got the shit out of Yeah, because the Miz yeah. jumped in to, to, to try yeah, to break the, it up. The, the Miz <laughs> broke it up before Rogan fucking choked the dude out. Yeah, it was Celebrity Fear Factor. Yeah, the dude <laughs> had no idea who Joe Rogan was and, like, was being a dick. And Rogan was like, dude, you can't do that. Oh, because his wife, his wife punched somebody. The guy's yeah. wife punched somebody, and Rogan talked shit about it. Yeah, and the guy tried to step up to Rogan, and Rogan got him in like a, like, he got him in like a tie clinch. Yeah. <laughs> I can put him in yeah. a, like a, I, th- I think he had him in a in a fucking chokehold, and then Miz yeah, and, and Miz jumped in, in like, and separated them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all. Shit. That's on YouTube. You can look that up. It's great. But yeah. but there is a Miz documentary, and I know that guys. I know this is a movie. 
um, podcast, but the WWE Network's great if you if you like wrestling at all. I mean, you can go back and watch literally anything. You can watch shit from like the old territory it's, days. So let me, oh, yeah. let me just Smoky ask, Mountain let me, Wrestling. Oh, that was shit. yeah. So, let, me just, let me just ask you: the WWE Network has transitioned to Peacock. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I want to watch so, Saturday Night's main events. So good. Oh yeah, it's on there because that's actually what got me watching all these old fucking uh monday night raws was uh there's a series on peacock it's called the monday night wars so good and yeah the first couple episodes just focus on um like monday night raw and then how fucking ted turner was just like fuck the wwf even though i own networks i'm gonna put my show on on Monday night against yeah. Raw, it was like a it was like a a rich guy feud with him and Vince. Yeah, yeah. and he just wanted to fuck with Vince McMahon, and so mm-hmm. threw his show on at the same time, and it just it it was one. amazingly great for wrestling. Yeah, because like both McMahon and Ted Turner just started throwing tons of money yeah. at everybody to fucking try and have the best product and. You know, it worked out fucking well. Yeah. Can I so. can I can I jump in here? I know this is a movie council <laughs> podcast. No, we're the wrestling council tonight. But I no 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 no. I want to I want to I want to go away from movies. I want to ask you guys, like, TP, do you are you keeping up on the current stuff in wrestling or no? Not so much, no. Okay. Yeah, but I'm still. This, I'm a, this weekend. Like I said, 90, I'd say DP's 25 years behind. Right? So, no, yeah. that's all right. So, this, this, this weekend, tomorrow, there's the Extreme Rules pay per view. Is that tomorrow night or Sunday night? No, tomorrow. Saturday night? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, sick. You can watch that in conjunction with the Notre Dame game. Yeah. Sick. So, I wanted to. I know DP's not watching, but I wanted to get some predictions going. Mm hmm. Even though it's a movie podcast, I want to get predictions for tomorrow because I'm actually really excited for tomorrow because they're actually bringing bringing back all the gimmick matches or extreme rules. Where like when Vince was in charge last year, there was like one gimmick match. The rest of them were just regular matches on an extreme rules pay per view. Yeah. Now they have a strap match, a fight pit match, mm-hmm. a ladder match. Yeah, an extreme mm-hmm. rules match, mm-hmm. uh, I quit match. match, and I quit match. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to get TW, I want to get your predictions. All okay? right, we can run gonna, through them quick. I'm going to interview you. Okay. And, and the best is like when people are listening to this, they're going to know if you're right or wrong. So, because oh, they'll yeah. have already it's watched gonna it. air Monday. So. Yeah. 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 So we record these on Fridays, everybody, but you're going to find out if TW is right about his predictions. Right. The so. first, the first match, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. It's an Extreme Rules match between Liv Morgan, the champion, mm-hmm. and the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Who comes out on top? What happens in that match? So, why? My, okay, my... Uh, hold on. Let me just write down the time so I can edit in your correct answer. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, if this was reality, um, Liv Morgan would lose this fight in under 10 seconds. Oh, fuck, um, yeah. And Liv Morgan is uh, 93 pounds soaking wet. Um, but and I've gorgeous. Heard, uh, yeah, I, I, she, there, she has no business being a professional wrestler. But um, I've heard that Ronda 
doesn't want to be champion. I heard she's looking to kind of transition out into kind of like a Brock Lesnar type situation, kind of just wrestle like at the big ones because she wants to have more kids. Um, I think there's going to be some fuckery. She should somehow. call me then. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Didn't Liv technically win the last one? <sighs> she did. I guess Ronda. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know if it's going to be Ronda or there's going to be some fuckery going on because it is an extreme rules match. Maybe somebody will return. But again, it should just, be Ronda. Just answer both people and I'll edit out the wrong one. Yeah, uh, this one, this one I honestly have no fucking idea, AJ. <laughs> I guess I'll just say Ronda. Ronda's gonna win it because maybe she'll do some business at WrestleMania sure. with the belt. So before these pay-per-views, I'll tell you, I'm like pretty hardcore about the current show. So I, I read a lot of you no know, pre mm. um premium event articles, I mm. guess you'd say. Yep. And this this is pretty split in all the different you yeah. Know, it should be Ronda. I don't know, but it, it should be Ronda. But it's not going to be Liv. It's not going to be Liv clean. If Liv wins, it's going to be fuckery. Someone's right. going to come back. So or... maybe I, I think what they might do is have Ronda win and then have her do a program with a returning Charlotte or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they do Charlotte and Ronda for WrestleMania, or or even like because I thought the original plan was to have you know Becky come back and have them do. Well, they could do Bex Lynch. Yeah, we could do Bex. She's uh, off for a bit. She's hurt. Right. So. There's I like okay. her, by the way. Be- Becky Lynch. Yep. Awesome. Superstar. Shit. Okay, next match. Inside the fight pit with yep. special referee, guest referee, UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Really? It is, yeah. It is Matt. He's fucking yep. with yep. WWE yep. now? Yep. yep. The He's crossover. He is a big fan of WWE. So Matt Riddle, who's a, who, who was a mixed martial artist, yeah. versus a shooter. Yeah, versus Seth freaking Rollins, yep. one of my favorites. Yep. Who wins that match and why? What Matt happens? Riddle. Matt Riddle wins this. Um, they're not going to put a baby face. Um, they're not going to have him lose two pay per views in a row. He lost to Rollins in the last one. Plus, this is like Riddle's domain, the fight pit. And don't be shocked if Daniel Cormier like suckers fucking Rollins and uh, does something and Riddle wins. Riddle wins that. Okay, so let me. I have two questions for you to follow up on that. Mm. One. Will Daniel Cormier have some future plans with WWE? There's rumors that about him and Lesnar. Um, I don't know. Did, Cormier's a little. I, I, maybe, maybe he's he's a little old. Um, but I mean, he has not been that long since he fought. In the yeah, I, I, know, I've, I haven't heard that he's interested in actually wrestling. Maybe he'll help out with that kid they signed, that Stevenson kid, the, uh, the sure. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just coming back himself. He, he's hurt, but he's training again. Uh, maybe. But and either my, way for this, Riddle wins this one. Sure. And my second question is, with the baby face winning, mm-hmm. and it's sort of being sort of back and forth at this point, does this mm-hmm. feud continue? Um, I'm sure they'll pro- – so Survivor Series is going to be War Games. Um, I'm sure they'll end yeah, up on opposite, opposite sides of a team at, 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 for war games. If not, if not, they might go again. If they do, they blow it off at Survivor Series. My guess is Rollins will win. But yeah, okay. it conti- it'll con- it'll continue. Okay. Next match. Mm-hmm. It's a strap match. I fucking hate strap matches. They all suck. Okay. But this one's between the Scottish warrior, Drew McIntyre, yep. mm-hmm. huge baby face who recently lost Clash yep. at the Castle to uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, versus Karrion Cross, the recently yeah. returned, brought back by Triple H, Karrion mm-hmm. Cross, mm-hmm. Um, with his uh, the chickies with Scarlet, the yeah. hottie, yeah, die piece, yeah. Who uh, who wins this? Who needs to win this? Cross, Cross wins this for a couple reasons. Um, he's a, a 
Triple H favorite. I think Triple H is going to give him a big push. He should shave his fucking head again, by the way. The hair makes him look less okay. intimidating. Okay. Um, uh, and another reason is the strap match is usually a good indicator because that, that makes it, there's usually fuckery with the strap. Something funky happens. Okay. You know, and, and, you know, the, the, will, the, will it go the same way as the Savio Vega? Uh, Stone Cold yeah, strap match yeah, at, from, in your house. In your house. Yeah, they had that twice, by the way, because the first yes. one, like, the lights went out or something. Right, the- yeah. There's okay. a power outage because of a fucking hurricane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some crazy Yeah, and I think Austin around. actually won the first one, and then Vega won the and second then, yeah, one. Yeah, yep. Um, I but, you think, but you think yeah. Cross. Cross, yeah. Cross, I, I actually, I, I definitely agree with you there. I think Cross, his first main roster run was a disaster. And so to bring him back, I think uh, they, yeah. they need to make. They him sent strong. him out there looking like he just walked out of a fucking German S and M club or something like that. Mm. Like, the, like they found like an old demolition costume in the <laughs> in a locker somewhere at Madison Square Garden and they threw it on him. Look, I should probably have let off with this one, but I, I want to get your take on the six man tag team, good old fashioned Donnie Brook match yeah. between the brawling bro- brutes led by Sheamus yeah. versus Imperium led by the Intercontinental Champion Gun. Gunter, mm-hmm. or formerly Walter. Mm-hmm. Oh, who wins this match and why? Uh, Friday tonight, actually, I didn't see the results, but Gunter and Sheamus were rematching for Gunter's Intercontinental Gunter? Championship. Yeah, he was Gunter. Gunter Gun- and Sheamus. Yeah, he was Gunter Stark, but then they realized that was the name of like a German, like Nazi war soldier or something. So they just cut the Stark off of it. Well, who wins um, the ta- who wins the six man tag team match? Because I, I think a lot of people are talking about Clash at the Castle when Gunter and Sheamus as one of the matches of the year. It was the match of the year so yeah. far. Not even fucking close, to be honest with you. It was fucking so. unbelievable. DP, if you get a chance. Throw on Clash of the Castle. Yeah, and just I, watch I, the I had a good match. I had a good time watching that match. It's outrageously good. I'm yeah. I'll get to that in when I get. Uh, I'm 25 years. Oh, yeah, hey, yo! I'll, talk, I'll talk to you in a couple of years. Um, no, I think I think um, because uh, Guther took that one. I think the um, the Brutes will take this one, especially sure. because um, Ridge and Holland, uh, Ridge Holland and uh, Butch showed up on. Um, you mean Pete Dunn? Yeah, Pete Dunn. They should, I wish it was Pete Dunn um, on uh, NXT, and they lost. I think they'll come back and get a win. So sure. Wrong Brutes win that. Two more matches. Uther won't get pinned, though. I'll tell you that right now. No, 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 no. He'll yeah. pin one of the other Imperium guys. Um, two more matches. First, for the Raw Women's Championship, mm-hmm. there's a ladder match yeah. between the current champion, the EST, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. and the returning Bailey, mm-hmm. the leader of Damage Control. Mm-hmm. Who wins and and why? This is a tough one too. I think just based on where Belair is right now, I think she wins this. But when you throw the ladder into this and they got Dakota Kai and Eo Sky around, it's tough. I think at some point Bailey will get the, the strap off of her. I just don't think it's gonna be at extreme rules. I think Belair wins. I think I agree with too you soon. on that. I, I've soon. been going back and forth on this one, but I think you're right. Yeah, she's a star. But Bailey's yeah. a star, so I mean, yeah, I think uh, the, the that faction is really hot right now. But mm-hmm. I think it'll remain hot, and then she'll eventually win that title. Yeah. Um. Finally, all right. Your thoughts on Doug Furness and Philip Lafon against uh, David Boy Smith and Owen Hart? I mean, dude, could you take like four like better athletes in a match? Dude, what the fuck happened to Furnace and the Fog? Those dudes were amazing. They they burned out. They they were both so fucking roided up. I think Furnace Furnace ended up getting hurt. 
because then LaFawn was tagging with someone else. I, I don't know. They just, it didn't work. They were yeah. stalwarts. I mean, look up some of their matches in All Japan Wrestling. I mean, ridiculous. They were studs. Unbelievable. Studs. So now that we've gone Sorry, back in AJ. time, yeah. <laughs> last match, last match. I say this last for a reason. Yeah. Uh, it's an I quit match between the leader, well, the, 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 the de facto leader of the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, uh, versus the rated R superstar, Edge. Mm-hmm. Who says I quit? So that's that's the thing. That's what you have to think about, right? I mean, you've got to think to yourself, well, the babyface isn't going to say I quit, right? Well, I think if Judgment Day does something where they're like, you know, slicing off Rey Mysterio's eyelids or something like that, which is probably what they're going to try to do, then Edge will say I quit. To save Ray, I think well, that's where I think that's where they're going with this. Finn B- Finn Balor needs a win, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like. I, I think Damian Priest is the leader of Judgment Day, but um, it should be. But, at least. but the way they're talking on TV is Balor's. I know, I know. Leader. They never should take an edge out of that role, but um, I think some fuckery is going to happen with Ray, and they're going to force Edge to say I quit so they don't, you know, skewer Ray like a fucking pig at a pig roast. They're going to. Rhea Ripley will get involved. That girl's a superstar. Um, yeah. And Dominic's going to do something, obviously. I think that just numbers-wise, they'll do something to force Edge to say I quit. Because that's going to keep going. And I, have, and I have one more question for you that's 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 um, sort of like casting a shadow over this, um, this pay-per-view. Mm. What's the White Rabbit and what's going to happen there? It's got to be Bray Wyatt, right? I mean... It's Bray Wyatt, but where, where where's he coming in? Is he coming in during the cross strap match? Is he coming in because there's a lot of indications that cross has something to do with this, or or is he coming in? Uh, it could be a part, judgment is, day thing. Yeah, I is, mean, it, is there is an adjustment judgment day thing? I don't know if he's going to show up at Extreme Rules. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Why is coming back? That's almost. Like confirmed, hundred percent. I don't think it'll be in the McIntyre cross match. I, I don't <clears> think. Um, I don't know. I really, I can't tell you on that one. I don't know where the fuck they're going with that. It's a creepy, weird thing they've been flashing that. Yeah, which uh, means QR code. And, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I don't know. That, that, that's my best answer for that one. I have no fucking idea. So. All right. <laughs> But um, but it, it, should, it should be it should be a good pay per view, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm really be. excited about yeah. it. It's in Philadelphia this mm-hmm. year, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah is is everyone okay with uh, Bray Wyatt completely just stealing uh, Dan Spivey's mm-hmm. character of Wayland Mercy? Wayland Mercy, from the yeah. 90s? yeah, except he 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 did it horribly. Dan Spivey. Oh yeah, it, and was Dan Spivey it lasted was, like a month. And Dan dude. Spivey was so like over the fucking hill at that point. And I yeah. like Dan Spivey. He was remember remember the skyscrapers. Oh I mean, yeah, they were fucking great. Sid Vicious was an asshole, but um, mm-hmm. they, they they were great. Um, yeah, no, it's very similar. But that character, a fucking Waylon Mercy, is the exact yeah. same like, character. Like the the way they dress and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the well, khakis and the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, and the fucking well, weird hat. Well, hat. That, that yeah. was like the original Bray Wyatt character, right? Because yeah. we've mm-hmm. seen yeah we've seen several iterations of yeah, this guy. Which is stupid. The original several the iterations of this guy, and, and the most recent, the fiend, I thought was the, the most egregiously horrible uh, version of him. And what he did was he 
he like destroyed other like characters, other other, you know what I mean? Other they, they burned him alive on national television. Then he was back a week later. It's like, right. dude, like why? Like, right? I think Randy Orton killed him at one point. Well, like, yeah, oh yeah, and then I think they both um, killed Brooke Brooke killed Brooke. a guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Vince, I think at that point Vince had just officially lost his fucking mind. That's why I'm so happy he's gone. Um, but you know, I think Triple H has got them pointing in the right direction right now. I mean, like they're they're that was my that was my final question for you. Focusing on do you think Triple H is doing a good job? Yes, yeah, he's got I think I think he's it's gonna take a little time because he's not gonna be one of those people that just you know flips a switch on certain things. You know, he's not just gonna go, Oh, Vince had this going, I'm just gonna turn it off and start over. No, Um, but but there's subtle things gonna go. His his feud with the wild man Mark Marrow is over. Yeah, that that one that right. one's over with. That one's over. So and, and I'll with Goldust. Yeah, well. I, I think yeah, he didn't. I, I, I don't think he wanted to wrestle him anymore after he saw, you know, Mero's own wife powerbomb him on national television. Right. right. <laughs> I have to say, there are some things about current WWE that I am um, optimistic about. Well, he gave know? people their fucking full names back. Yes, Austin Theory Tommaso and Matt Riddle. Oh my god! I yeah, hate Tommaso Champ. So Where, where's Champ? Where's Champ been? By the way, he's he's been on. Uh, yeah, he's been off a couple of weeks. I don't know Dexter Loomis was probably raping him somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah, so Triple H did that. Was like, <laughs> I didn't understand the single name thing. I thought that was stupid. That was a Vince thing. Vince has been doing that for years. It's just like, oh, we can't get this guy over. I'll cut his name in half. It's just like, what the? That's gonna that's gonna work. You know, yeah. like Mustafa Ali. He's just Ali. You know, yeah. Buddy Murphy, Murphy, like, dude, it hasn't worked the last 30 fucking times. Like, like, just stop it. It just sounds silly. Like when you thought I, I was thinking about it at one point, too, is like, imagine a few years from now, the main event of WrestleMania is Theory versus Riddle. Doesn't that just sound like a game of fucking <laughs> magic or something like that? Like is that a Dungeons and Dragons. Ma- what the fuck is that? Theory versus Riddle. Ridiculous. So I, I hope yeah, it's not. It sounds like a not. fucking thought experiment, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have one. thesis. I have a bonus the question. Fight the Matrix. You know, this this is my argument for we should do a movie. For we should do a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Can I just give myself credit for a ship of thesis reference? Thank you very much. Because yeah. <laughs> I think we should do a wrestling podcast because I think I'm a good interviewer. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, we we have some cool segments. I have some cool ideas for segments, and I just think we're knowledgeable and mm. and you know the industry. Tw, here's a question. I uh, I just forgot the question. <laughs> Such a great interviewer, H. I you fucking nailed it, dog. Yeah. If I had it written down, I, I'm going off the cuff here, and I, yeah. I I went I went off I went a little off the cuff, too far off the cuff. Oh, now, here's my here was my bonus question. All right. When will Austin Theory cash in, and will he be successful? I don't even know at this point. It's almost like Triple H is trying to punish him for being a Vince favorite or something because they they're just yeah. they've done everything but piss in this kid's mouth in the last three months. I mean, like like last week they just like just uh, McIntyre just beat him like a drum, like and then like pinned him clean, and then came back to the ring and beat him up again, and it's just like. Right, the, what at the clash, at clash of, while you're there, right, like, clash I mean, at the castle. They tried to cash in Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury punched, them, punched the them. Yeah, like they're just trying to make things. I don't know if they're like trying to like make them look like shit so when it's cash in will be shocking, but that kid has all the goods to be a main event guy. And they're just kind of, I don't know, maybe Triple H doesn't think he's ready and he's trying to scale him back. I don't know what he's doing, but it's um, 
I don't know when it's going to happen. Bonus question question number two. Will Kevin Owens be a world champion again soon? I mean, the way things are going, it kind of looks like the problem is, is like, you only have what if they if they end up splitting the brands and having two world champions again. Yes, they need. In the meantime, in the meantime, whoever's going to beat Roman Reigns, you better be prepared to make that guy like your biggest star in the fucking company because the guy said the belt for what over two years now. Yeah, um, it better be big and it better mean something. And they're already setting up Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Um, so and The Rock's not going to win. Um, so. I don't know. Maybe they'll split the brands and there'll be another world champion. If that's the case, Owens is hot right now. The only other thing I can think of I love is, Owens. is keep an eye on Sami Zayn because that's almost I, turning, I, I, that I is turning get, into... I knew you were going to say that. That is turning into the Daniel Bryan situation almost because people are loving Zayn's character right now. Oh, so my I, God. I and it didn't it didn't it's hurt terrible. that they were in Canada recently. Yeah, it's just been great. So, anyways, uh, we got to... So- we got to get off wrestling here, all right? Because what this is the rest? This is the wrestling podcast. Well, getting upset. Wait, this is the wrestling. No, I, I just this is the wrestling so, council. I mean, the movie council. So, so Rocky Maivia just beat um, <laughs> the Sultan Hurst Elmsley oh, okay. <laughs> for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to re- retain it, he actually beat him already. So did he uh, beat him with a rock? Do bottom? you think Rocky Maivia? Uh, has a future in the WWF. Yeah, I think it's going to work out for the kid. He's got he's got the good. Yeah, he, you know, he, yeah, he, looks he does. Great. He looks like a million dollars. He's right. Uh, he's uh, he's a great athlete. He's third great third generation. They keep talking about how he's yeah, third I think, generation. I, I, Rocky I Johnson, I, High Chief Peter Maivia. Yeah, I think there's something um, there. Yeah, I, I think that kid could go somewhere. Yeah, there's potential. There's potential. Yeah, he's there. already um, intercontinental. I'm champ, not sure if so. he'll be the biggest star in the history of the business or not, but you know he'll be close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, he he definitely has that. Potential, I think he needs to. So I need we'll to see how it goes. I feel like he needs to ditch the Maya Via thing, though. It's a little too baby, right? Yeah, maybe just stick with the Rocky or the Rock. The Rock. Yeah, that's a good yeah. One. I heard uh, Jr. refer to him as he's the, got the Rock goods. in the he's last got the match. He's, so. he's a sure. He's a no doubt yeah. that kid. So. I'm thinking maybe the kid could join the uh, the Nation of Domination with Farouk. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, right. And maybe go, some point heal. Yeah, for a little the, while. Some point, you know, deceive everybody and become the corporate champion. I don't know. Just throw it out there. Let's not do the whole thing. Um, Fucking late '90s wrestling. It's my wheelhouse right now. It's like it's you're at a really great point, DP, because it's it's starting to transition into the real good stuff. Because you're you're about to get to WrestleMania 13, where mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna get to see the greatest wrestling match in professional in professional wrestling history with Bret Hart versus Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. I mean that yeah. is that is the pinnacle. That is everything. We could if we did the the movie the Wrestling Council, we could dedicate an entire episode to that one match. It's right. that fucking brilliant. Of that, everything that, it did. It's it's the whole reason I started watching Raw from the beginning because, like I said, I wa- I watched that the the Monday Night War yeah. uh, documentary, and, and the crazy thing about fucking WWF at that point was like like nineteen ninety five, it was you know like Doink the Clown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and fucking you know like uh, the Trash Man fucking Duke everyone the has Jersey. yeah. Duke the Dumpster Drosy and Isaac Yankum DDS. All these ridiculous fucking gimmicks. Mm -hmm. And within like fucking two years, they were at fucking Stone Cold telling everyone that fucking, you know, he's going to stomp a mud hole in them. Mm -hmm. And, 
mm-hmm. you know, degeneration acts telling everyone to suck it. So mm-hmm. like it like the turn it took in a very short period of time is what I wanted to watch. Like I, I wanted to see how they fucking went from family entertainment to fuck you entertainment in such a short period of time. And I'm, I, I'm right at that point now in like 97 mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. like you said, yeah, Bret Hart and Stone Cold. It's a great time. Cause then, cause then, and, you get the, then you get post-13 oh, no. with the, with like that few continues, but then Taker's the champion, the Michaels comes back. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a great, you're coming into like a real sweet spot right now. Yeah. Wait till you get to the December pay-per-view with taker versus michaels the first hell in a cell match like i mean you are you are coming into a real sweet spot right now and and i'm not far from the greatest hell in a cell of all time when fucking undertaker throws mankind so that's fucking top that'll be the following years should be the following years king of the ring yeah so what a masterful fucking fuck that whole show that whole show (laughs) is outstanding so yeah um I, I'll find, you know, I'll find the article at some point when I used to write for D- DDT, when the network came out, I wrote an article like the, the 10 greatest WWE pay-per-views of all time. I'll send it to you. I also ranked all of the WrestleManias from worst to best. So mm-hmm. I did like, I did like 32, what it was at the time, 31 or 32 slides of, you know, up until the best WrestleMania of all time. So, yeah. um, anyways. The worst is uh, Gyokozuna. Winning and then like yeah. Hogan also eight. showing up and eight yeah eight was oh. bad eight was real God, bad what a piece of garbage that because that that was also the one with Undertaker versus the Giant Gonzalez yes yeah yes it, there was a good match oh. in the opener the Steiners and the and the Head Shrinkers was a good was a good one mm-hmm. uh, and that was about it everything else sucked after that yeah the fucking Giant Gonzalez what a hey. garbage fucking uh, there were so many terrible terrible fucking. Uh, characters and shit. The whole, uh, like fake Diesel and fake Razor Ramon. It was funny they had for a going. Minute. Yeah, it was funny for like a minute. But they kept like, it going. I was it like, was wait a minute. Funny being... if they did it for a couple times. And they're like, no, they're, then... like, they're like, these guys are in the Royal Rumble. You're like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, what are you doing? You guys coming down the aisle right now to like try to get a shot at the title? Are you serious? Yeah, it's a joke. Oh. Uh, Terrible. Like the joke of it of like. <clears throat> You know, like Hall and Nash left for more money, mm-hmm. but we still own their characters. The characters it was right. kind of a funny joke for a minute, but they kept it going, and they actually had yeah. fucking Kane. And they were a tag team. Show up as fucking <laughs> Diesel forever, like it was terrible. <laughs> Maybe the fucking worst fucking decision yeah. they ever made. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so. we we we've put a long tail on this kite. Yeah, we certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was a spirited, <laughs> shall we say, spirited wrestling conversation we had in, during a movie podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. guys, I think, I think you know, we got the let out about our, our love of wrestling. And I think I had a good time tonight. I'll be <laughs> honest, I had a good time. So I think, I think we, we, we I want to circle back to the wrestler. And, uh, you know, we've reviewed it. So I'd like to, to get a rating out of you guys. Can, it can real quick, can I just say one thing about wrestling? Yeah. The, the, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fake, you goof. GP, you saw for the first time 
I did, yeah. Four out of um, four out of five, five out of five, four point five out of five. Or did you just go? Go. I give it a, a solid four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Okay. Actually, it's a great fucking character study. Uh Mickey Rourke is fucking awesome. Mercy Tome is awesome. Uh, like I said, the the fucking character of the 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 boss at the supermarket is very generic, and it <laughs> kind of takes you out of it for a minute. So that brings the score down a little bit, but everything else keeps it a fucking great, great movie. So yeah, four and a quarter. Tim, you talked about this being like top ten for you. It's right there. It's not in my top three. Uh, but it's just outside of it, and it's obviously it's a very special movie for me, uh, you know, because of what it's about, and obviously the performance and the directing. Um, it's not in the top three, so it's not a five, but it's just outside of it, so it's four and three quarters for me. Wow. Okay. Wow that that's that's a heavy score right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. You you're, um, you're sticking with that, even considering when we're talking about wrestling, it's uh, it's thick. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not changed. AJ, I, I had a question for you. Get out of the street, you fucking bum. <laughs> that was a, that's a suggestion. AJ, I have, a, I have a question for you. That's not a question. That's I have a, a question for you, AJ. What What do you give this movie? The Wrestler. That's a great fucking question. That's too big. Gotta say. So I, I, I'm, um, I loved it. I loved it, but it's not, I wouldn't call it top 10 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, out outside of there somewhere, but, you know, not too far outside of there. So I'm, I'm at four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan. I, I mean, four and a half is hard to come by, you know, that's, it's a, it's a, it's a, Killer movie. Do you think? Do you, do you guys think Marky would have liked it? I actually think he would have liked the wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or he'd be like, he'd be like, well, there's no skateboarding in it, or like something like that. <laughs> what? There's no mow the cross. Like, so I don't know. Like, what is Marky into other than skateboarding? I, I think if Marky saw it, he'd probably say something like, um, her sploosh. <laughs> But honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, I think Marky would like the wrestler. It's it's just <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, yeah, it is. Oh, oh, and by the way, before before we sign off tonight, um, we had an episode recently where we recommended some films to my son who was going to Spain, mm-hmm. and he what and he watched some of them. Oh, yeah? Did he watch all the plane crash ones while he was on the plane? No, yeah. but he here's, would. Here's, oh, yeah. the, here's the few he mentioned to me that he watched that I that were recommended to him. Ex Machina. Ooh, uh, great movie. And he loved it. Oh, great uh, movie. Nightcrawler. Oh. Which he thought was fucking amazing. Classic. And the third one he mentioned to me was Sorry to Bother You. which Love that. Yeah, which he was... He's not 100% sure how he feels about, but he, he recognizes, you know, like, you know, game, recognized game. Like, he knows it's good. He just. Well, that movie goes, so, uh, goes yeah, down a he, weird path at the end. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, he, he actually, lo- he, he texted me about it, and he just said, uh, everyone knows movies so well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> you got it's your fault. You guys got me going on the sound bites. <laughs> I love the sound bites. <laughs> but but it's not my fault that uh fucking thing sucks. <laughs> he he really did All dig right. X Machina and so Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, he said, is like immediately one of his favorite films. <laughs> that seems like it's right up CS's alley. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's twisted. Yeah. Yeah. So um that movie just gets more and more. I don't know what the right word is, but it escalates quickly that mm. It's fucked up, is what it is. Yeah. It completely is. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance is is astounding. Uh, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to provide that information. I talked to Dan about that today, and uh, yeah. So uh, there is one last thing I I didn't mention earlier that I want to bring up because you know, like when we're talking about uh, performances from wrestlers, um, because this one wasn't a movie. But um, Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, like his turn during in the couple episodes he was in, um, oh, yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's great. Was some of the fucking greatest of fucking all time yeah. for wrestlers in other media. He was so goddamned good in fucking always sunny. Like it's it. it you know, still below Andre and fucking, you know, the Princess Bride, but goddamn, it's right up there. It is so goddamn good. I had to mention it before we wrapped. So um, I read something somewhere at TW. Can you tell me if this is true about mm. Rowdy Roddy Piper? Mm. The leather jacket he wore had some reinforcements to it because people tried to stab him sometimes. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that at all. I mean, he was he was one of the most over heels in the territories. I mean, right. no no matter where they dropped that guy, he got over as a, as a top oh, people hated his guts. I mean, that right. was, he was like the heel in the truest sense of the word. Like that was like after um, like Larry Zabisco turned on Bruno San Martino back in the day. Like mm-hmm. like they like everywhere he went after that. Like they fans would slash the tires of his fucking rental car. Like, you know, it was people would try to literally try to kill him. People would be shooting at him as he's driving out of town. Like, because people used to believe it. Uh, But Roddy was like that. He was that over as a, as a heel. So I I don't, I don't know that for certain, but I don't doubt that in the least. Yeah. I think it was an interview with um, Ronda Rousey because she, she, did she wear his jacket? She's a big fan. She was a replica. Yeah, so it's a replica. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a I wasn't replica. Sure it was but, the actual jacket. But it, or... it was it was her that mentioned it in an interview, and you know, she, if she's ever she said if she's ever going to be a heel, she wants to be like a heel that's hated. Yeah, you know, not some kind of mm-hmm. anti hero or whatever. She wants to be yeah. hated. Yeah, like Rowdy, yeah. like oh, yeah. like Rowdy Ruddy Piper. Oh yeah, Piper down in like Georgia. Oof. Oh my God. Just so over as a heel, so yeah, I, I, I that doesn't that wouldn't shock me. Believe it or not, wrestlers used to get stabbed a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. like, Dude, great, greatest, great, only greatest Anderson heel almost died. I mean, greatest heel turn of all time. T.W. What do you got? I mean, oh God, that's wow, Jesus! On, that, that I mean, half uh, the Hogan, I mean, Hogan when he turned to N.W.O. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on, come on, Ricky. Let's go. Yeah, I for, mean, for fucking... me, 
Michael the most... Genetti through the fucking barbershop window is a pretty good one. That's a great one. Yeah. For, for me, one of the most yeah, underrated great and great heel turns of all time was uh, when Tatanka mm. fucking went with the million dollar man. Yeah. yeah. That was a super Who did turn underrated. Was it Luger? Um, was it Luger? Yeah. 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 Super underrated. What about when Andre, Andre, when Andre went heel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Heenan? Yeah. With, with Bobby the Brain Heenan. That was a good one. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that what, was classic heel turn. And can I say, <clears throat> like, I know people throw the term brilliant around all the time. Bobby fucking the Brain Heenan as a, the, like, the heel commentator. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. He's amazing. Like, he is so goddamn funny. Like, truly fucking brilliant as a fucking yeah. commentator. Like, yeah. Jerry Lawler was great, but Heenan, fucking brilliant. You know who really I Really lo- brilliantly funny as a fucking commentator. You know who I loved? and He did a ton of those Saturday Night's Main events was Jesse the Body. Yeah. Oh. It has my favorite line of all time was, win if you can, uh, lose if you must, but always cheat. Yeah, <laughs> what a fucking great line for hey, you, a yeah. him and Gorilla Monsoon were like a, a team for a long oh, time. Well, so great. How about a real? How about a real fucked up heel turn? Like was it like Sergeant Slaughter, who was like like the yes, he was like a GI Joe guy, and then suddenly he turns into an Iraqi sympathizer in the middle right? of the Iraqi War. <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely, one of the greatest heel turns of all time. But Sergeant Slaughter, bizarre, amazing, and, and well more conte- more contemporary when uh, Rollins turned on the Shield. That's a good, mm-hmm. that was a yeah. good heel turn. Um, just hitting uh, Ambrose in the back with the or was it was it Reigns or, or Ambrose he hit first with the chair. I don't remember who he when the authority was. came down. I think it was Reigns because then Ambrose turned around and he clocked him in the front. I, I can't remember, yeah. but yeah. but that was a good heel turn. That was a good heel turn. And Rollins <sighs> and Rollins and milked that for all it was worth. So yeah. mm-hmm. he did a really nice job with that. Heel turns are always fucking great. So speaking yeah. of oh, the double turn, double yeah, turn. I won't get into it. The double the, turns. That's a whole. Double turns. That's yeah. a whole. That's a whole night. Double yeah. turns. That's some yeah. great one. The, I the wrote shows. an article of that for DDT. Best the yeah. double double turns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tonight, guys, guys, this is a great episode. I know that our fans expect us to talk about movies, and we did. We talked about movies tonight. We'll get back. To we it. also talked about a love of ours. Uh, we grew up in the same house. We all watched wrestling. We watched mm-hmm. Saturday Night's Main Event. We watched mm-hmm. classic WWE. Extremely WWF. large buffoons. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Our, our father watched wrestling with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we, we have it in our hearts. And, you know, one of us here was a uh, former professional wrestler. So I was. Um, yes. Yeah. You are yes. correct. He was great. That was me, Dan. That was me, Dan. Get it straight. Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I, th- I think, um, I think we've we've kind of run out of steam here. So fooled around long enough. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. So for for myself, for my um, brothers, it's the Sherry Brothers Night. Um, the A Lister, Tim Sherry, Dan freaking Sherry. Real quick, because uh, oh, no. I, I just want to give a quick recommendation because we're on oh, talking no. wrestling and everything. Oh, uh, there's a TV series on it's on stars. Yes, starring CM, Punk's on, CM Punk's on that. Yeah, it's called Heels. Okay. It's a. It's kind of a. It 
kind of like uh, the the wrestler delves into independent yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Star okay. Stephen Amell, very good, fucking great show. Check it out. It's season two is coming. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, so, I forgot about that. Yeah. One. So. All right. Yeah. yeah get, quick quick check recommendation of heels. Definitely mm-hmm. check that one out, and I'm going to yeah. check it out too, um, if I can find it free somewhere. Because I don't have stars. Anyway, mm-hmm. so for for me, the phenomenal AJ. And uh, for the A-lister, Tim Sherry, Dan freaking Sherry. The C-lister. Uh, <laughs> good night from the movie slash wrestling council. Peace out. And you ignorant slut. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>